0: Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis.
1: Write this number down, 1 866 405 8405. You may need it sometime within the next few hours. Uh, today on the show, I see a theme. There's an underlying theme, Judith. is Am I correct in assuming we're talking about. Fat animals today? Fat pets. Fat pets. you got a fatso pet. Listen up, because today, <laughs> this is very serious, very serious. Don't. It's not even a laughing matter, because so many of our pets are overweight. In fact, here, and when I say our pets, I mean our pets, right here at the Animal Radio <laughs> Studios, you look at, uh, uh how many pets do we have? We have five pets in five. the studio. Four of them are overweight. Is Three. that correct? Three. Three
2: are overweight? Yeah. Three. Well, well whose fault is that?
1: Well, they're not that overweight. Well, it seems like we're all giving them treats. Everybody comes in, gives them a treat. Anyway, we're going to talk to the uh, lady who has Obi, the uh-huh. once seventy-seven pound Dachshund, Jeez. which is huge. Gosh. Little belly rubs on, on the ground. Just had surgery. We're going to find out all the details on that. If you have a fat cat, we're going to talk to a guy who's just started a Kickstarter project. Is this a treadmill for cats? It's a, yeah, it's it's a, treadmill a treadmill for
3: cats or small dogs.
1: Okay, we'll find out. We'll talk to him. And then also we'll talk to a lady who's rescued a cat who ate McDonald's for two years. Apparently, cats can't survive on McDonald's.
4: It's not a good thing. Well, neither can people, I don't no. think. Neither
2: can Ronald McDonald.
1: So that's all on the way right here on Animal Radio. And then, of course, there's Stacy
5: Cohen. Well, One of the hazards of being a postal worker is you can get bit by dogs a lot. In fact, postal workers carry, I think they carry pepper spray to, to scare the dogs away. I know mine did. My, oh my god, one year my mailman sprayed my dogs. My kids went ballistic on the guy. They almost bit him. Anyway, there are some safe cities if you're a postal worker where you won't get bit, and then there's some not-so-safe cities, and I'll give you the list coming up on Animal Radio News. Why do dogs hate pe- men in uniforms? I mean...
2: They don't hate them. Wh- they don't hate them. They don't hate anybody. Dogs don't hate anybody. Well,
4: I don't know. It seems like every time a man <laughs> with a uniform comes around, the, the, the dog is upset. I
3: know, or wearing uh, a hat or something.
2: Nah, you know what? There's people in my neighborhood that walk around, and the dogs, you know, they, they lunge right out and i teach them how to behave when a dog lunges out at you it's all what you do they're just being territorial and if you respond to it it pumps them up you know anything a any fear you show gets them invigorated and excited even more excited Fueled
1: by the fire is. is what it does yes okay yes
4: uh, let's say uh, joey what do you got coming up today we're going to talk about those pesky mosquitoes those and skeeters. how to keep them off your dog. We've had a lot of calls
1: this week about the skeeters. They're, they're out there yeah. full force. Yeah, I guess
4: I guess they're out in full force. Um, I don't know. I guess. Do you have answers? I always have answers. Come on. Even when I don't have answers, I, I have answers <laughs> there,
1: baby. I'm thinking it's Avon Skin So Soft you're going to tell us about.
4: You, you, don't yeah, you might be right. You, might be, it. Wrong, you know. might be wrong. I might be wrong. Yeah.
2: Wouldn't be it the first be. time, Joe. He's disrespecting you. I am I never. So. I, I have Just never. Read <laughs> just
4: a little bit. I think a little bit. <laughs> I
1: wish I could see the board, Judy. It is so small. The letters are so small today.
6: You can't read that.
1: I can't read that
3: because well, there's, there's so much up there. There's so much on the show today. So much into the show today.
6: Plus
1: your phone calls right now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five.
7: Good day everyone, it's Vinny Penn, your party animal on Animal Radio. I'd like to tackle two old sayings, age old sayings that I'd like to see vanquished as the animal lover that I am, as the party animal that I am. The first is the saying, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Well, why would you? That's insane what gratification is there in that? If anything, you should perhaps uh, bow your head and take a moment of silence for this fallen animal, one of God's creatures. Why would you? I don't even understand the sentiment behind that saying. Was it on a racetrack? Were were you yelling at the owner? I told you he would lose. I told you he would lose. See, now I'm beating a dead horse. Who came up with this saying? That is one saying I want vanquished. Another one I, I would like vanquished along the same Lines is, uh, yeah, I'd like to kill two birds with one stone. Well, why kill any birds? Not only do I think it's completely impossible to kill two birds with one stone, I mean, that's, that's, that's a hell of a stone, you have a hell of a slingshot, who came up with that one? You know what I'd like to do today is kill two birds with one stone, you know what I mean? Get two things done at the same time. I'd like to get two things done at the same time, works just as well. Vinny Penn. Party Animal, Animal Radio. Celebrating the connection with our pets,
0: this is Animal Radio. Featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Well, how you doing?
1: 1-866-405-8405. If you want to talk to Dr. Debbie? You know the number? Dog trainer, Alan Cable. Dog father, Joey Volani. Joey Turner. I'm Hal Abrams, and I'm working on my clone. As I started last week, I yes. put a little bit of uh, DNA in this Petri dish over here, and it, it really isn't really yeah, isn't it's doing anything. Very, well,
8: it's very I fuzzy. I think that's
1: mold. Yeah. yeah it looks like so, mold. It yeah. looks like so, Don
8: it, King.
3: You it, know, it's working.
1: It's <laughs> working. Clones don't happen overnight, okay? Give it some time, folks. Give it another week or so. Oh, at least. We need another one of me around here. Uh, We have a fat show today. If you're fat, probably means your pet's fat. That's because you're sitting on the couch all day long, and they're not getting the exercise they need. Today, we're going to talk about a fat cat, a fat dog who who weighed way too much. It's 77 pounds for a and They're supposed to weigh, what, 20, 30 pounds at the most? Yeah, not
3: 15, 20 pounds.
1: Had emergency surgery to remove the skin after he lost, what, 50 pounds? We'll find out all on the show today, as well as a guy who started a Kickstarter project for a treadmill for cats. Wow, pretty incredible show. I like the theme. And, of course, we have Joey Volani, who's going to tell us about skeeters you can talk about skeeters today and getting rid of skeeters on I'm, your pets
4: i'm talking about skeeters but if you would have told me this was going to be a fat show i could have talked about you know how to make a fat dog look slim too you know but nobody nobody oh, wow. prepped me on this that's really interesting you can do that just cosmetically mirrors maybe you could do that well you could do that a little bit with hair with haircuts and how to do it it's called
5: um camouflage
4: grooming maybe next week that's right okay here you go
5: stacy Well, we all know the dolphins are pretty smart. In fact, the Navy has their own team of dolphins, bottlenose dolphins that actually work for the Navy. Well, they found something underwater off the California coast, a very rare antique. I'll tell you all the details coming up on Animal Radio News. Jimmy Hoffa? You know, everyone has cool pets.
4: They've, they've got dolphins that find antiques. This one, my, my, my dogs do nothing. They pee. <laughs> pee and balk and, and look at you.
8: Hi, Kathy. Yes, hello.
1: How are you? Where are you calling from today?
8: Alpena, Michigan. That's, oh, maybe 200 miles from Detroit.
1: Is that on the uh, top part of the glove? Exactly. <laughs> What's going on with your animal? I have Dr. Debbie right here.
8: Yes, well, well, she's 13 years old, and, uh, ever since January, it's been an on and off situation. But in January, she was, uh, uh, high blood count, fever, infection, loss of weight, diarrhea. And they took, uh, and so, but after that, she was fine. They put her on, uh, Amoxicillin and everything. She was fine for two months. Then, and I'm trying to go real fast. Then in April, everything's been up and down, up and down. But the main thing, her blood count elevated, uh, uh, this and that. But the main thing now, uh, she's in no pain. She lost weight. uh, She's happy, everything. But she still has the diarrhea. And now they're thinking she might be having irritable bowel uh, disease and they are trying to rule out all these different things you know now they're going to put her on steroids we picked her uh, picked up steroids today and see within a week if she's going to improve but the main thing is she's losing weight and the diarrhea
9: okay and i missed what kind of dog is she German Shepherd, 13 years old. And she's German never she's been she- healthy all her life. Alrighty, Well, I mean, and definitely that strategy, it can be a very sound one in a 13-year-old dog. And right. the causes of um, weight loss um, accompanied with vomiting and or diarrhea, we, we definitely go gearing towards the gut. And if we don't feel anything that's feeling like a lump or a bump or a mass internally, yeah, then sometimes we have to look at the things that are harder to prove um, just from outward means or even from tests such as blood work and x-rays. Right. So, uh, ultimately, to get an answer to some of these situations, you know, we're looking at getting biopsies of the intestinal tract. And that, that you know, isn't really necessarily realistic in a 13-year-old dog. So, um, you know, there might be some steps that we can do to try to figure out a little bit more about what's going on in the digestive tract. So for for me, um, often with a dog that's losing weight, um, you know, I may do things like uh, do some uh, vitamin B levels. Cobalamin and folate can be helpful. Because even if we're not going to go for something like a biopsy, sometimes those um, elements need to be supplemented and they can really benefit from vitamin B therapy um, along with antibiotics and probiotics um, to try to help keep things going. And and there are definitely some doggies where when we're suspicious that they might have an inflammatory problem like inflammatory bowel disease, you know that steroids are certainly on the table and um, sometimes we just kind of give it a whirl, see how they do, and right. if we see improvement, then you know, that's a very realistic approach for a doggy in her age bracket, um, you know, with some caveats, because anytime we use steroids, there's good and bad. Um, so there right. are some conditions that can be worsened with that. And in an older pet, you know, I do also worry about things like, you know, the big C. Um, cancer yeah. certainly is a possibility, and it can be tough to roll that out completely by these, you know, these tests that we do from the outside. You know, certainly, uh, you know, I think you have nothing to lose by trying that approach, and um, especially if she's cont- continuing to lose weight even though you had her on the antibiotics and she still lost weight despite that right
8: right well well uh, she did she does gain a couple pounds in here and there and i i forgot to tell you that in the blood work right now they found that she is losing protein in her body and mm-hmm. she's uh, her glands are producing too much cortisol
3: mm. okay
8: Okay. That's so just, re- just now her lab work from this week
9: Mm, okay. Yeah, and the protein loss, um, you definitely if we're having chronic diarrhea, uh, we look for where we could lose it in the body, and you can lose protein in the GI tract. You can also lose it in the kidneys, um, and sometimes we don't have enough protein because we're um, anemic or we're just having uh, problems with our um, overall metabolism. So um, if the diarrhea is the cause of that, yeah, yeah, I can understand why she might have a low protein level. And right. Cushing's disease isn't necessarily something Thing that I first think of if we have a digestive problem and weight loss. So um, the, the problem is with Christian's disease, it's a disease that causes high levels of cortisone in the body, but stress causes high levels of cortisone. So um, disease processes can cause us to have high cortisone levels. So uh-huh. it can be a little hard to really interpret that in the face of a sick pet. So, um, but, um, but other yeah, than
8: that, I, she's playful, she's happy, she's got appetite, except for now the, really the diarrhea. Mm-hmm. No, no pain. No, nothing, because they check for bumps and lumps in here. No pain, very playful, she's this and that, except for now the big thing is the diarrhea.
9: Well, and hopefully we'll see, you know, with a steroid if that helps. Um, but, you know, right. those other things. Yeah. And if, if you haven't already used things like probiotics, and some dogs, we will even entertain putting them on low-level antibiotics if we're suspicious that they have um, intestinal overgrowth in their intestinal tract. And that can happen very commonly, you know, secondary to some uh, intestinal diseases or sometimes all by itself itself. So um, it's not a case where we like to use antibiotics you know, indiscriminately, but for some right. of these pets, um, it, it really can help treat them and their quality of their life.
8: I, I like uh, where you're going in with the vet. She also said the biopsy. We'll see if the steroids were uh, very good. Oh, I appreciate so much for you. My sister in L.A. listens to your program all the time. We just listen to it all the time.
1: Well, thank you so much for listening. Hope everything turns out well there. 1-866-405-8405. That is toll-free to our dream team. That includes animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Volani, dog trainer Alan Cable, and Dr.
5: Debbie. Well, it's the season, the season for egrets to nest. And in Fort Worth, Texas, they're having some problems with that because these huge birds are leaving huge droppings and all of their lawns that were once green are now turning brown. But these neighbors in the neighborhoods where these birds nest have gotten together and they've come up with a plan to get those birds the heck out of there. I don't know if I'd want to live in this neighborhood because what they're planning is going to be pretty loud. But um, I'll tell you about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News.
1: And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. If you think your pet is cute, of course you do, right? <laughs> enter the Kimpton Hotels Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest to win the ultimate hospitality getaway. At your choice of Kimpton Hotels, the pet-friendliest hotels across America, enter before July 31st at KemptonPets.com.
10: Kimpton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first hotel company to welcome pet guests, goes way beyond just allowing them to stay. Kimpton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, D.C., and other major U.S. cities, stay at Kimpton Hotels. Find us at KimptonHotels.com, and while you're at it, enter your pet's photo in Kimpton's third annual Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest.
11: This is eHarmony
0: founder, Dr. Neil Clark Warren. We know that not everyone is hoping to get married. So if you're looking for a fun, rewarding dating life, eHarmony.com could be perfect for you. We'll bring you people that share your passions and are truly compatible with you. Think how much you'll enjoy life when you have people of quality to date. Visit eHarmony.com. Stop waiting. Start communicating for free today.
6: Mom, I had the best dream.
3: (laughs) Well, good morning to you, too. Okay,
6: so I was a knight. I had a sword, and our house was a castle. There was this angry dragon. It was
3: kind of scary. Oh, yeah? But
5: I protected the castle. Oh, that's my brave little man. I'm glad our castle is safe.
12: Your home is your castle, and sometimes you need help defending it. The National Association of Realtors supports maintaining homeowner tax incentives because they make home ownership more affordable for more families. Learn more at HouseLogic.com.
10: Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more
0: you're listening to animal radio call the dream team now at 1-866-405-8405 hi kim how are you
1: i'm good how are you do you talk to your pet and baby talk do you you go to your pet say hey
13: baby you know what i i don't
1: (laughs) they don't like that thank goodness (laughs) what's going on (laughs) i understand you have dog problems
13: you know i do um we adopted a a Siberian Husky from a rescue about three months ago. And shortly after we adopted him, he kind of had issues. So we put him into boarding and training, and we got him back probably, I want to say, about a week ago. And he was there for three weeks. Before that, the separation anxiety was pretty strong, and it's still really strong. And, um, you know, I want him to be a happy dog, so I just want to better understand you know what's causing this and how to to address it
2: hey kim who did you adopt him from you said and i didn't hear
13: um we adopted him from the southern california siberian rescue and how old
2: is he how old is he
13: he is now he's about 18 months old
2: okay and so what does he do when you come home
13: well when we leave it's like he's just so upset and it sounds like he's literally being tortured
2: and so then when when you leave and he's so upset it sounds like he's being tortured what do you do at that point in time what do you do exactly
13: um ignore him
2: okay do you just walk out the door yeah and then what happens when you leave does he destroy anything what does he do
13: um if if it's outside if i go to the car that's outside he starts thrashing at the gate um how well, i mean when you know, okay
2: let's say you leave right you come back home what has he done to your house anything
13: uh not anything now. We okay. we also learn to keep put things away.
2: So he doesn't destroy anything, he just sort of probably mellows out and lays there, right?
13: Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. my guess. So
2: right before you leave the house, what do you do?
13: Um I will probably do my routine where I'll grab my purse.
2: Okay. Yeah. So you know, the dogs have triggers. Think about what you're doing right before you leave the house. You grab your purse. Dogs go from hot to cold really quick, from cold to hot really quick. But there's certain triggers. There's certain things that they've learned through your behavior and watching you that you do right before you leave the house, which gets him excited, doesn't it? Okay. So picking up your purse would be one of them.
13: Yeah. I mean, understandably. Okay.
2: So you want to give your dog confidence. He's he's a very insecure dog, and there's a lot of things you can do to do that. And one of them, of course, is a daily walk. Daily walks are so important for dogs. People just don't realize how important it is to walk with your dog, 30 minutes a day on a leash, um, meeting people, uh, going past other dogs, doing things that make your dog feel confidence. And a walk is a great way to build confidence and trust between you and your dog. So that's an important thing to do. The other thing is to stop, slow down from hyperspeed because when you leave the house you're subconsciously just doing what you do. So what you have to do is slow down the process and analyze your behavior, what you're doing before you leave the house. And you have to recognize the triggers that are getting your dog excited. So picking your purse up is one of them. So right. here's, a, here's an exercise. Let's say you pick up your purse you grab your coat. Those are the two things you do before you leave the house. Your dog starts to get wound up and kooky before you leave. Well, what you want to do is start picking your purse up and carrying it around the house, but not going anywhere. Okay. So your dog your dog loses the ability to recognize that as a trigger. And then as you pick your purse up, okay, and you start walking around the house, you don't talk to your dog, but you carry treats in your pocket. And every time you put the purse on your shoulder, after after a little while, you start giving your dog a treat. Just giving him a treat every time you put the purse on your shoulder. So okay. he starts to associate your purse with not bad, not I'm leaving. He starts to associate your purse with, oh, every time she puts that purse on, I get a treat. Okay? Okay. And then what you want to do, whatever other triggers there are, you want to do the same thing. Then, then what you want to do is you want to start going towards the door and just standing there. You just stand by the door, but you don't actually leave, okay? Your dog's going to start getting crazy when you go to the door. He thinks you're leaving, but you don't actually leave, and you just stand there. And after doing that a couple of days, when your dog starts stops reacting to you going to the door, you start telling him, good dog. You start rewarding him with a little bit of affection for being calm when you walk towards the door. And then you open the door. You know, you chain him up so he can't run out, obviously, and then you do the same thing. It's a step-by-step progression. And when you come home, how does the dog act?
13: Uh, usually he's excited and he pees.
2: Okay, when he's excited and he submissive pees when you come home, and it's interesting. I'll tell you a story if I have time about a guy. You know, there might be things you're doing you don't realize that are causing him to pee. But when you come home and he gets excited, what do you do? Do you give him affection?
13: You know, I've, I I don't. I walk through, and it's usually a very calm hello, and he gets. You know, he he starts to jump and. And if I do pat him on the head or give him a nuzzle underneath, he that's when he starts to pee. So there's some attention, okay. but it's not over attention.
2: You're giving him intense? attention with you're giving him attention without realizing it because you're feeling guilty. Okay? So yeah. when you you know when you feel human emotions, they transcend right into your dog. So what you've got to do is you come home, it's a non event. You open the door, you walk in, you pay no attention to him for like fifteen okay. minutes. Fifteen okay. minutes. As soon as he starts to be calm, just goes and lays down, that's when you walk over and gently pet him and give him a treat, say, good dog. And and doing that consistently over and over and over again forever teaches him that he gets attention when he's calm, teaches him that he gets a treat when he's calm, teaches him you're not going to pay any attention to him when he's wound up and manic. The only way to teach dogs what you want is with action because words mean nothing to them. As a matter of fact, they think you're joining in when you get excited and you start talking
13: ah uh, that makes
2: sense now, 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 now just to give you an example of what I'm talking about and I hope I have time Hal I hope I'm not eating up too much time but this is an interesting story a guy I was working with his dog would go nuts and, and chew up stuff and you know when he came home the dog would pee and I said well, uh-huh. well tell me about your tell me about your week last week and he said well last week was interesting I got a raise last week and I came home and the dog had chewed up my favorite pair of Nikes and I was so happy about my raise I just pet him and it was no big deal and First this is a guy who refused to crate his dog you can't do that you can't put him in a cage it's cruel it's mean okay whatever so (laughs) so then i go tell me about the rest of your week so two days later he comes home he's really mad because his dog gave him a reprimand i'm I'm sorry his boss gave him a reprimand because he hadn't finished an assignment on time he comes home of course his dog had destroyed something else i think it was a pair of drapes that he dragged off the window or something and so now he's mad now he's mad, and now he's reprimanding his dog. So I, I ask him, you know, he's a human, he's supposed to be smart. What do you think the dog thinks when you come home? What, what do you think's going on in the dog's mind? Right. He goes, you know, I never thought about that. And I go, well, let me tell you what. The dog doesn't know that you got a raise. The dog doesn't know that you got reprimanded. The dog doesn't know that you're mad or happy because he chewed up your shoes. He associates you coming home with, I don't know what the heck is going to happen. Sometimes this guy walks through the door and gives me affection. Sometimes he walks through the door and he punishes me. So the dog gets really, really nervous and anxious and pees. Uh,
13: that makes sense. And, and I guess, you know, we dog owners just feel that sense of guilt when we don't give them attention but it you know
14: obviously it sounds like
2: it You know what not... the most the, the the kindest thing that you or any dog owner can do is teach your dog the rules that'll get him attention yeah. and not giving him attention first but last yeah. because dogs crave consistency they crave rules they crave structure they crave leadership they need that to be happy and calm and well adjusted and a calm dog is a happy dog And so you can do this because you're smart, Kim. I can tell by talking to you that you are very smart, and you can do this. Oh, yeah. I
13: mean, I I want him, you know, I did. I I put him in to be boarded and trained because I needed that structure, but I want to continue it, and that's why I want to address these issues so that he is happy and secure and confident.
2: Well, before you go, remember, remember this. There's a big difference between dog training and dog behavior. And changing dog, dog training is like you train your dog to sit, you train your dog to heal, you train your dog to do a trick. Dog behavior is how your dog is actually responding and behaving. And changing dog behavior takes a lot of consistency, patience, calm behavior on your part, leadership, and time. It takes time. People in America, they want a pill to cure everything. Dog behavior takes time to change, and it takes consistency. You do the same things every single time and every single day so your dog knows what to expect, and you never deviate. And when you do that, your dog is going to learn to trust you and to be calm around you.
1: And if it makes you feel any better at all, every time I come into the studio, usually Alan will roll over and pee sometimes. That's right. That's
2: (laughs) right. All over myself. That's
4: right.
1: This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewie's. This is the official food of Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. All natural. No antibiotics, no grains, no fillers. Good food, and they're doing some great work besides making great food. If you live in the Milwaukee area, listen up. Next weekend, Stella and Chewie's is having Adopt Mutt Walkie. <laughs> I love cute. that. Adopt m- Adopt. Adopt. But walkie. It's hard He's to say. Trying to say
6: that fast three times.
1: It's a family and pet-friendly adoption event at the Iron Horse Hotel at Fifth Ward. It's next weekend. It includes raffles. There'll be photographers there. Of course, Stella and Chewies will be there. Rain or shine from 10 to 2 at the Iron Horse Hotel located in the Fifth Ward. We'll put information over at the website. Go out there and uh, pick up a little
3: pup. Pick up a new family member. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more.
10: D-Herbs, home of the Full Body Cleanse, also offers 100% all-natural, all-herbal pet care products with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. You know the importance of human health and nutrition, but what about your pets? Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing holistically and naturally for you and your pet. Go to dherbs.com. That's dherbs.com, providing solutions for better
3: health. We've talked about Stella & Chewy's, family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single-source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella & Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to Stella & Chewy's.
6: Mom, I had the best dream.
3: <laughs> well, good morning to you,
6: too. Okay, so I was at night. I had a sword, and our house was a castle. It was this angry
5: dragon. It was kind of scary. Oh, yeah? But I protected the castle. Oh, that's my brave little man. I'm glad
10: our castle is safe.
12: Your home is your castle, and sometimes you need help defending it. The National Association of Realtors supports maintaining homeowner tax incentives because they make home more affordable for more families. Learn more at HouseLogic.com.
15: Here's a surprising summertime fact from new Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. We all know that irritants like bug bites and poison ivy can make you itch. But what you might not know is how. Actually, it's the histamines your body creates in reaction to these irritants that make you miserable. But now that scratch has met its match. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream. Its maximum strength itch medicine blocks your itch-causing histamines fast for long-lasting relief. New Allegra Anti-Itch Cream, the relief you've been itching
10: for. Use as directed. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com.
5: I'm Stacey Cohen for Animal Radio. I don't know about you, but my dog always barks at the mailman. There's something about the mailman that just drives my dogs crazy. In fact, they will not even deliver mail at my house. I had to get a P.O. box because when I used to have a big uh, German Shepherd Border Collie mix, he would always go after him. But dogs seem to go postal in L.A. more than any other U.S. city. The U.S. Postal Service released its rankings of the best and worst cities for dog attacks on mail carriers. L.A. recorded 69 incidents last year. San Antonio and Seattle round out the top three worst cities. Wichita, Kansas, that is the safest city with just 20 attacks. So if you want to be a mailman, stay away from the dogs. Wichita, Kansas is where you need to go. Almost 6,000 postal workers were attacked by dogs in 2012. An old video posted online could cause some new problems for two Florida men, one of which is seen jumping on top of a manatee and her calf. It's right here. Look at the huge one. get. Do- hey, oh, I there's it? two of them. Should I do it? Let's do it. Drop, it. drop it, drop it, drop it.
11: Let's do it. You
5: ready? Get them, get them, so get them. <laughs> What an idiot. The video was first posted on Facebook about a year ago, but now the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission is launching an investigation. Officers have already identified the men in the video and say they could face state and federal charges for harassing the endangered mammals. Residents in Fort Worth, Texas, are gearing up to scare away egrets before they nest. Last year, the egrets invaded neighborhoods, leaving behind droppings that filled the air with flies and turned some lawns brown. Because the egrets are protected by the Federal Migratory Bird Treaty Act of 1918... Those giant birds can't be disturbed as they nest. This year, residents, though, are taking some preventative action and arming themselves with air horns and bells to scare off the giant birds if they fly around looking for places to build nests. Bill Campbell, who's president of the Tanglewood Neighborhood Association, tells the Fort Worth Star-Telegram that people don't want the birds to get comfortable nesting in their neighborhoods. He added that residents will probably have to scare off the birds every year. In the future, some neighborhoods are looking into building areas where the egrets can nest in peace. Wildlife Protection Group wants to work on a freeway project in Petaluma, California, stopped because it's uh, causing the deaths of swallows there that nest in the bridge. The Press Democrat says uh, concerns around the construction at the Highway 101 bridge right over the Petaluma River. The wildlife advocates say federally protected cliff swallows build mud nests in that bridge, and Caltrans' efforts to keep those birds away is allegedly killing the birds instead. So they're asking a federal judge to stop the work and force Caltrans to do additional environmental studies before they resume construction. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio
10: News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed.
16: Doctors Foster & Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster & Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed
1: even more with increased activity in spring. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All-natural, FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. Flex Rx is available at pet shops, retailers, or visit ProLabsPets.com.
10: When you think of Wahl, you naturally think of clippers. But Wahl has introduced a wide range of products that promise to streamline bath time and general grooming. Wall provides a full line of pet products, including clippers and trimmer kits, brushes, shampoos, doggy deodorants, and even odor neutralizers. Wall doesn't just sell these products. Their website also features do-it-yourself information on how to care for your dog's grooming needs at home. Pet owners and professionals alike prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com or find wall products at a store near you.
12: What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life.
1: It's Animal Radio. Don't forget, download the Animal Radio app for iPhone or Android. Ask your questions directly from the phone. As well as listen to past shows. The application has been updated. It's really cool. It's a free download. And it's brought to you by FlexRx. Like people as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem they face. FlexRx doesn't just mask the symptoms, it restores natural joint function. FlexRx is available at pet shops and retailers across the country. And we head across the country to Violet. How are you doing?
17: Hi, how are you?
1: Good. Where are you calling from today?
17: California.
1: Who's that in the background?
17: Uh, that's Vegas. He came from Las Vegas, and now awesome. he's in here for daycare today.
1: Oh, okay.
17: So <laughs> what? I have a daycare, which is playground.
1: So what's going so, on with your animal? I have Dr. Okay. Debbie right here.
17: I, someone dropped off this little chihuahua, and um, I've raised him now, and uh, he's got a lot of little spots, like, you know, they, I took him to get fixed, and he says he has an allergy. Well. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they fixed them, but they didn't say what kind of allergy, because then they would have to do a skin thing. So I started okay. giving him some kind of flex dog, which is a three fatty acid and an immune system. I'm seeing a little bit difference, but I don't know if that what I could do for, like, doing his. Um, I do the tea tree, but that's not working. So maybe okay. a different type of shampoo. Okay, tell me a little
9: bit more about this guy. How old is he? He's only five months old five-month-old, little chihui-hui, and what, what do these um, areas look like on his body?
17: Little just like spots of red.
9: Okay. And, and is and there it, hair it, loss it, in the it fits, areas?
17: It, it's just pink. And then it's just, he's got hair on there. So, okay. So, I mean, I don't know if there's a special shampoo should I do or...
9: Okay. Well, the first thing I'm going to tell you is that allergies definitely can happen in young dogs. But the the yeah. truth of the matter is that seasonal allergies, inhalant allergies are not going to be present in a doggy this young. So things that are pollens, um, you know, things that are blooming outside, it takes a well over a year and a half of exposure to those environmental allergens for a pet to develop an allergy. So um, we can almost kind of just ignore that whole possibility, mm-hmm. but we can sometimes see food allergies in young Young dogs. Sometimes I, I, the youngest I've diagnosed it has been a six-month-old puppy. Um, but typically, those pets will tend to be quite itchy. Um, you know, we have some pretty typical signs with that. In a Chihuahua puppy, oh golly, at five months old, I will tell you.
17: Yeah, I understand. He's a high maintenance.
9: <laughs> yeah, I, the first thing I honestly would have this boy um, evaluated for is to check him for mites, um, demodectic mites, or what they call the red mange, just, just quite common
17: took them in and then they fixed them so they said just to do the cortisone but
9: well and if it did it help
17: um it does help yeah but every time i take him over to the my mom's yard it's it's i think he's allergic to the grass because when he comes back he's all red again
9: Okay. Well, yeah, I'm just telling you, going with the odds in a young pup of his age, um, even if we don't see mites on the first sampling, sometimes it does take multiple sampling. So I would just want to make sure we exhaust that. And now this is something your vet can't do just by looking. They actually have yeah. to take some skin samples. They have to do that skin scraping, as we call it. Right. So if that's been done, then I'll feel more comfortable about that. But, you know, okay, so say, say that test is negative for your little guy. Um, yes, there are definitely going to be some things we're going to look at doing. And we might start with some of those um, colloidal oatmeal shampoos, which can be very soothing for the skin. Um, and then I would address going into um, a hypoallergenic diet. I'm not really familiar with uh, some of the brand oh, okay. that you mentioned. yeah. But to no get grain into it. Yeah. And you know, grain isn't always oh, the, the big problem. Lot. It's kind of a, a big fat in the human world with nutrition. But actually, some research studies actually have shown that some of the most common allergens in foods for dogs are things like beef, which is over 30% of the most common allergens in dogs. Dairy and wheat are followed after that. And actually, you know, corn is pretty low on the list. It's lower down. So, um, things when we talk about grains, yeah, it could be a grain problem, but in many cases. It could be a chicken, a beef, um, all those other ingredients. Oh my gosh, yeah. So you would, um, I'd say, pick up that phone, talk to that vet, and say, "What food would you recommend?" In my office, if I'm treating a food allergy, I like to go to something in a young dog, like a novel protein diet. Maybe it's going to be something that's just got two ingredients. It's going to have a carbohydrate, and it's going to have a protein. My own dog is on a rabbit-based diet. Um, some dogs that's thrive amazing. really well on a fish-based diet. And the thing I'll tell you is, with with hypoallergenic diets, you know, it's it's a little bit trickier than just looking on the label and saying is this food have that ingredient or not? Because for hypoallergenic diets, the ideal way to, to do this is to manage it with very limited ingredients, and to make sure that we're using things that are new and novel to the pet's experiences. So, um, you know, I, I personally, as a veterinarian, I like to have some um, recommendations that I would throw your way. Um, so, chat with that veterinarian and make sure that we didn't have mites, and then then we can talk about a little bit more about these diets. And fatty acids are great. I like that you. Mention the diet with fatty acids, but you know I prefer to bring them in in a, a supplement form. So bring it in in a pill, bring it in in a liquid, add that in so that we can control the dose and the amount, and we know that it's going to be beneficial for your little guy. Mm. Violet, I I commend you. You've got your hands full with the, that whole crew of doggy daycare, and uh, bless that little guy's heart. And I'm sure you're going to get him on the mend here soon. This is Dr. Debbie. If you have a question for the Dream Team, give us a call. We're waiting here at 1-866-405-8405.
1: In the last couple of weeks, you've noticed we've been giving away some great wall product to you. And in just a couple of minutes, we'll give away some more. Joey has in his hot little hands today the odor neutralizer. This is brand new for wall, isn't it?
4: Yeah, this is, this is brandy spanking. This is, this is some good stuff here because it's, you spray, you could spray this on your pet. You could spray it on, on, on fabric. You could spray it on your floors. And what it's going to do, it's going to remove the odors. And the best thing about it is it's not like you're spraying like an air freshener on it where it's going to mask it. Really, what this is going to do? How this is going to encapsulate it? Okay, mm-hmm. and it's 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 going to it's going to get rid of it completely. So it's like covers it up and then removes it completely. It's like magic. Um, good, st- really, really cool stuff. And then there's no rinse, waterless shampoo. You gotta love this. You know, I know we have
1: a lot of truck drivers that travel across the country and listen to us on XM. This waterless shampoo is perfect for what you're doing. Uh, you can wash the dog without having to find uh, you know a shower or yeah. do it in a hotel. Hotel bathtub. You can do it without any of that water. I'm sorry. I'm good. No, I was, go ahead. I'm taking <laughs> the spotlight away from yeah, you. Yeah, you. you're you telling dirty. us all go about it. Go ahead.
4: It. And well, actually, you know what? You're excited about it, so it's okay. But no, it's 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 this is this is good. And know what this is really good for too, for dogs that have a hard time getting around, getting out of the house. Older dogs that um, uh-huh. you know maybe urinate a little bit on themselves uh-huh. or get a little poop stuck to them. You can use it, and it actually this kind of stuff we use in grooming salons all the time, especially for touch-ups. Because after you just finish cleaning a dog and washing a dog, and then it goes to the bathroom and and maybe walks in a little bit, the last thing you want to do is now go through another 30-minute drying process of drying the feet. So you go in with this no rinse put it on, wipe it off, brush it through. And you know what? This works well with that odor removing product if there's anything left behind. Um, and it, work, it works great. It really does. They go hand in hand more or less. I, w- I would buy if I was to go out there and purchase, I'd purchase these as a set almost because they work hand in hand.
1: Let's give away the No Rinse Waterless Shampoo, the Odor Neutralizer, the Oatmeal Shampoo, and let's even give away a Lithium Ion Rechargeable Pet Clipper from Wall. one 2 You looking down at your radio right now, One eight six six and went to a shelter. If your job is making these animals look beautiful so they'll get adopted, call me and we'll get your shelter. One of these lithium ion rechargeable pet clipper kits and all the wall products I've just mentioned.
18: Hi, Randy Travis here, and you're listening to Animal Radio.
1: It's toll free, 1 866 405 8405 to connect with our dream team, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, and in this particular case, Joy Turner, our animal communicator, will talk to Esther. Hey, Esther, how are you doing? I'm fine. How
19: are y'all doing today? Oh, y'all, where are you calling from? I'm actually calling from Virginia,
1: so I'm a Georgia girl. A Georgia <laughs> girl? I love it. Well, yeah. I, got, I got Joy Turner right here. What's up? Oh,
19: hey, Joy. Hi, Esther. How can I help you today? Well, um, I've had you know several dogs before in the past, and um, I had uh, my husband had our golden retriever that uh, passed. He actually got hit by a car, I guess, about um, six to seven, about six years ago. And I'm wondering if you're picking up his kind of energy, or how he is, or any other dogs that I may have had, if that's possible.
3: Well, I can pick up anybody you want. Just tell me the name of your golden, and I'll go find him. Okay, his name was uh, Bailey. Okay, Bailey is a really sweet boy. Mm-hmm. And he is really happy that you want to talk to him. And he wants to good, answer good. Any, he wants to answer any questions that you have. He says, "Well, of course he's fine. Of course he's wonderful. Are you dogless right now, Esther?" "No, I have a doggie right now, Vicky. She's wonderful." "Okay, well, Bailey asked if you want a dog, which is why I thought maybe you didn't have one now."
19: Um, No, but um, a good friend of mine who I actually kind of was hoping you'd be able to speak to just lost her dog, and I was actually going to let you talk to her, but she's not home right now, and she's pretty much in distress and debating whether or not to get a new dog. Could
3: Bailey be picking up some of that energy from my friend, or is it just his question for me? Well his question was for you because he's thinking about coming back He's wanting to plan another lifetime in India doesn't know if he should plan that to be with you or if you're kind of set for now and then he needs to go do something else because no, if I'd it like is to be
19: him it's just um, I'm in a condo right now until we get back to Georgia. The so all we have is kind of a smaller place but I'd like to know if he can wait if he can wait for me I don't you know maybe another year if he's
3: just anxious to get back. Oh, no. He goes, oh, a year? No problem. He can wait a year. Oh, good. <laughs> the other thing, he does want to tell me about your friend's dog. And okay. that, that mm-hmm. dog is really anxious to come back again to that same person. Okay. So if she can get through enough of her grieving to be able to receive another dog pretty soon, that one is really wanting to turn around and come back in really, really quickly.
19: Okay, And my other doggie, um, Shiloh, is a dog I had probably 15 years ago. And she disappeared, and I'm not sure if it was something malevolent like an ex-boyfriend took her or if Shiloh just, what happened to her. And this has been like 15 years ago. I don't know if she, you can pick Shiloh up or
3: not. Yeah, she was waiting. She's kind of in a big hurry to tell you no. She um, got hit. She did get hit? Okay. Yeah. I thought I figured something like that. Well, thank you, Joy,
19: very much, and I'll communicate that message to my friend, and and thank you for your time.
3: Thank you
1: for your call, Esther. 1-866-405-8405. A little Georgia girl, Esther, calling in. Toll free to speak to the Dream Team, Animal Communicator Joey Turner, Dog Father Joey Volani, Dog Trainer Alan Cable, or Dr. Debbie. And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall Home Pet Products. Pet grooming can be easy and pain-free. With Wall's extensive line of grooming products, which includes everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos, pet owners and pet professionals prefer Wall. Visit Wahl, W-A-H-L, to get started.
11: Hi, this is Fred Willard on Animal Radio, and I, I'm, I'm begging you, spay and neuter your animals. I'm sitting up and begging. I'll
18: play, I'll go over and play dead if you want. I'll follow you anywhere you want to go.
2: This is Animal Radio. I don't understand these fat pet people. I mean, it's not like the dog and the cat go to the supermarket and buy stuff.
4: Especially a fat dachshund. I mean, that's not that's not an attractive looking fat dog.
2: No, no, and no. you know a basset hound that would be an unattractive looking fat dog too. A bulldog,
4: bulldogs I've seen big, but but basset. I mean, they just drag drag their thing along the floor. And yeah. You put a little salve on it or something. Judy's always giving them treats. Well, of course, oh, it's, it's you easy around you- here. But it's, it's easy, Neil. We we get we get all sponsored stuff here. I mean, hey. it's all it's hard not he, to. He's
3: saying that while I'm on the phone. That's not true. <laughs> he tells
2: me it's no laughing matter, and then he starts laughing. I yeah. mean, if you got a fat pet, it's because you're feeding your pet too much. It's pretty simple.
3: Okay, let's go to this phone call. Come on.
1: <laughs> That's the way it works around here at Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Wall Home Pet Products. Pet grooming can be easy and pain free. I like it pain-free. It's usually painful for me, but pain-free with Wall. And their are extensive line of grooming products, which includes everything from clippers to brushes to shampoos. Pet owners and professionals prefer Wall. Visit wallpet.com to get started. Honker, it was a hairball. That was a beauty.
2: Did
4: you, did you, <laughs>
1: Something came up on that. Uh, hey, Tim. Hello. How are you doing today? Doing good. Where are you calling from?
20: Animal City Beach, Florida.
1: Oh, I bet it's beautiful there today.
20: It is nice and hot.
1: <laughs> well, I understand you have dog issues.
20: Well, yeah, they're they're great little dogs. We have two Cairn Terriers. Um, it's a new color; they're wheat colored Cairn Terriers. Two wow. sisters out of the same litter, and uh, when my wife takes them out to walk, they have just turned four years old. But when she takes them out to walk, and they've pretty much always done this, is just like sled dogs. You know, they they walk you; you don't walk them, and um, we. She don't want to put a choker chain on them. She's afraid it's going to hurt them. And we're trying to figure out, you know, other than you know, if if that's what we need to do, or if we, you know, if there's something else we can do.
2: Well, Tim, you're a nice guy. Your wife, you're wonderful people. You're the kind of people that I would love to live next door to because I can just tell you're sweet people. And and you know, sweetness does not equate with being a good dog parent sweetness mm-hmm. is something you save for last and so what you've got now is you got those retractable leashes on the dog don't you wear it you know you can no, let out the They're
20: regular the regular nylon you know loop they they're not retractable it's just like a five foot or six foot leash all
2: right so how much time do you have how much time do you and your wife have
20: um I have to, for the dogs
2: yeah, to work with your dog.
20: Well, we can, we can work with him in the mornings or in the afternoon or in the evenings, you know, we, we pretty, we, I work for myself and she does too. We have our own business and, uh, so we That's can, beautiful, you know, we buddy. can pretty much, you know, do whatever we want to do, so.
2: Well, what technique do you want? Do you want the simple technique because there is none? (laughs) Or do you want the? Do you want the? Firstly, the choker chain will not hurt your dog. It's the way you use the choker chain that can hurt your dog. Basically, a choker chain is just something to give your dog a little friendly reminder that he's not acting the way you want. It's the way you use it. So you're not going to hurt your dog by putting a choker chain on your dog. So that that's a really important thing. You've got to have some sort of a collar on your dog that you can use to give your dog a correction. The Easiest technique I'm going to give you for working with your dog, and believe me, none of them work overnight. You've got to be Most patient, course, calm, and... All right. You're going to have to work with one dog at a time, though. You don't want to work with them both, or your wife has to take one, you take the other one. Okay? Right. And and the preparation starts before you leave the house. So before you leave the house, and you're getting ready to take your dog for a walk, there's certain things you do that get him immediately excited. Maybe you pick the leash up, and he sees that, and he gets really excited by it, right? Oh,
6: yeah. That's exactly
2: what happens. All right, so what you're going to do now is you're going to pick the leash up, but you're not going to take him out, and you're going to do that a lot. You're just going to pick the leash up and walk around the house with so he never knows when he's going out. That's the first thing you're going to do. The second thing you're going to do is when you leave the house, you wait till the dog is calm. You just sit there. You stand there with the dog at your side. You stand there. You don't move. As soon as he's calm, you make a move towards the door. If he gets excited, you stop. You're going to do a lot of starting and stopping. And once you get him outside, you start walking. As soon as he starts pulling, you just stop. You just stop walking and stand there. Now, it's important that you know you don't talk, Tim. You and your wife do not talk to the dog. Just stand there. As soon as he calms, you start walking again. As soon as he starts pulling, you stop again. And the whole time, the leash is glued to your body like you're a tree stump. You've got it glued to your side or to your chest. And you're training your dog to walk on your side, never in front of you. So if he starts walking in front of you and pulling, you just stop, stand there, and you don't move for as long as it takes for him to mellow out okay does any of that make sense to you, buddy? It's going to take oh, yeah. a long time yeah, yeah. it's go- so it's going take a-
20: drive those uh harnesses It's supposed to stop them from pulling, you know when they pull, and all that, but I don't think those those haven't worked.
2: Jim, you know? nothing stops a dog from pulling but you. Well what people don't yeah. understand is like let's say you take your dog out, you train your dog for fifteen minutes. Well, yeah. what are you doing the other twenty three hours and forty five minutes a day? You're teaching Correct. your dog stuff without him even knowing it. Without you even knowing it, you're teaching your dog all kinds of things. And what you've got to do is you've got to be in charge, you've got to act like a leader, you've got to stop feeling sorry for your dog and worrying about him and you know, you've got to treat him like a dog and you've got to be the leader that says, Hey, I don't like this behavior. Cut it out. And the way yeah. you do that is with your body, not with your words. The okay. way you do that is when your dog starts pulling on a leash, you just stop walking. You just stop, yeah.
11: okay
20: and you wait yeah, for him to stop pulling.
2: Before that's what you got to do, yeah. buddy. Yeah, that's what you that, got
20: to do. The um, the other question was when the doorbell. they by no means are they vicious. They've never even offered or tried to bite anyone. They really won't even lick you. But when somebody rings the doorbell, they go crazy. Mark. Yeah, of course. And once the people ter- get inside, they're all excited. They don't, you know, jump on you or do nothing like that. It's just that doorbell is like a boxer, I guess. You bring the, you know, when he's ready to box.
2: And why do you think your dogs go barking crazy? I
20: don't know. <laughs> Alright,
2: the, the, just, the, the correct the answer them, you know. Tim, the correct answer is yes, it does excite them. But why do they go crazy, Tim? Because you let them go crazy you see you give them the space they're, they're just being territorial they're protecting their yeah, territory sure. and, and and the doorbell keys them up and it gets them excited another thing to understand is if you take them on long walks it'll mellow them out they probably won't go as crazy they're just looking for ways to stimulate themselves too yeah. but you've got to yeah. teach them that the space in front of the door is yours and you do that by practice with a buddy you have a buddy outside you tell him to ring the doorbell as soon as he goes to ring the doorbell and the dog makes his move to go to the door you stand in front and hurt away with your body and teach him that's your space and then yep. you teach him to lay on his rug and be quiet and then you do it over and over and over and over again with your body, with your actions, not with your words. When he starts doing what you want, you tell him "good dog" and give him a treat. All right. it, it takes a long time to do these sure. things, though, Tim. A long yeah. time. Well, Repetition. You and your wife have to do the exact same thing over and over yeah. and over and over again. Being four years old, they still? We can
20: still teach them to
2: do that, correct? Right? Absolutely. You can teach. Okay. There's no such thing as not being able to teach <laughs> an old dog new tricks. You can change <laughs> okay. a dog's behavior, yeah. but yeah. but Tim, it's all about your mental, your mental state of mind, your attitude, not about so much what you do, what you think inside. You've got to think inside, hey, I've got two out of control kids here, and I'm going to teach them to behave themselves.
1: This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by John Paul Pets. Awapuchi Shampoo. And Awapuchi Conditioning Rinse. Yeah, that's the name and it. it. Smells good. For a great shine, as well as John Paul Pet's Oatmeal Shampoo and Full Body and Paw Wipes to moisturize and soothe. See how soft I am, Judy? I'm actually using some of the wipes on me right now.
14: Oh,
6: love it.
1: It's available in a special box set at Petco. John Paul Pett, tested on humans first. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the dog father, Joey Villani.
4: I don't know why, but I've been getting a lot of emails about mosquitoes, when I was younger, I used to spend the summers in Florida with um, an aunt and uncle. They had a um, black poodle named Briquette, you know, like charcoal Briquette, because um, he was so dark. <laughs> how cute! But I got to tell you how smart the mosquitoes were. The mosquitoes would go on the dog, and then when the dog would come in the house, they'd fly off the dog and then end up biting all of us. And that was in the days where you really didn't have anything or knew about anything to repel them. Now, you gotta remember, um, mosquitoes—they're a contributor to heartworms, um, white Nile virus. They also can um, transmit Lyme's disease as well. Heartworms—you don't see too many cases of that anymore because most people are, or most people were actually, um, you know, taking heartworm medicine. Sure. But as um, you know, more people are trying to stay away from, you know, the medication. What's happening is is you're starting to see more and more cases because, you know what? More dogs are getting it, so what happens is is you have more mosquitoes now that are transmitting it from, from pet to pet. So what do we do? Well, number one is I always recommend you know stay on the heart medication. That That's really important. That's number one. A lot of people like to use whatever they have in the household, like OFF and, and, the, and the products Ooh. that you're going to spray on yourself, Ooh. which is really not good at all, even the ones for children, and mainly because they have DEET in them, and DEET is a pesticide that when it comes to pets um is not very healthy for them. Matter of fact um can cause um kidney and liver failure. Same thing with citronella. Now citronella in a very, very small dosage if it's diluted with water and that's pure citronella oil will work. But you know what, you have to be a little bit of a scientist there and you gotta mix it right. Because they've also known citronella to paralyze dogs. Right. Um after yeah they wow. they they had they did a study on lab rats and and what they what they found out was the citronella um, pumped into the lab rats um, eventually um, would paralyze them. So, wow. because we don't know what the ratios are, let's not mess around with it. Sure. The best thing right now that's out there. I know is, what you're going uh, canine- to say. No, you, uh, yeah, What am I going to say? Skin so soft. No, I'm not. I'm really? not going to say that. That's in my, okay. That is part of my topic. But the strongest thing out <laughs> there, as far as studies go, yes. is canine Advantics Advantix by Bayer. Okay. Um, because it's a monthly. You you put it on. And and then you have to do it monthly for uh, for uh, mosquitoes, um, and that seemed to have worked the best. Now, if you don't want to go that route and you want to go something that's a little bit, you know, milder, yes, how? ten percent skin so soft with um, a um, pint of water, and you mix that together. You got to shake it up real good because it'll separate. The only problem with this is it only lasts about an hour mm. because. Really, what 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 the fleas see? We can't put it on um, on straight for a couple reasons. Number one, it'd be real oily. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, it's it wouldn't be so healthy for the pet as well. And the reason why that the um, mosquitoes go on your pet and you is mainly because you give off carbon dioxide, which they're attracted to, and blood odors. Oh, so what the skin so soft does? It masks the odor. But what they have found, and this has worked better than the deep product, is if you go to um, a place where you can find essential oils, like a health food store or, you know, sometimes Whole Foods usually sells them, find lemon eucalyptus oil. The the recipe is 10 drops to that to um, a quart of a half and half mixture of water and white vinegar. Okay, you mix that together, put it in the spray bottle, and you spray it on. And what they found out was that this product worked 10% better than most of the deep products that were out there. Now, if you don't want to mix it yourself, there's a company called Daisy Paw. They already make the product as diluted. You just spray it directly on your pet. And for what it says is you can use it on yourself as well. So it's it's, it's, it's more of a, um, a, a natural remedy.
1: And um, it, and it seems makes to a nice salad dressing. Good. It does make a nice salad dressing. Very
4: good, Alex. Yes, it it does. It does. You spray it. Yeah, you could spray it on your salad as well. And use if you use the spray, Alan. Because you know I'm still trying to lose weight. You know you cut down on calories yep. that way.
2: You know it works well for me uh, to keep mosquitoes away. It's a very very potent Justin Bieber music. It, it works very well.
0: celebrating the connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis.
1: Welcome, 1-866-405-8405. At this hour, we're going to talk to a lady who's rescued a cat from McDonald's. Apparently, it was uh, hanging out and eating food all day long, and it didn't meet the nutritional requirements of a cat also we're gonna i I guess obi's out we're not gonna be talking to obi
3: no we didn't get obi this week
1: okay but maybe next week we're finding i guess there's some legal custody battles going on Uh, more details about that 77 pound dachshund on the way Uh, let's see we're going to line four and uh line five okay hold on a second stacy what are you doing
5: I don't know. Snakes are not something that really freak me out. Some people are really freaked out by snakes. They just see one and they start screaming. Snake! But there's this guy in Florida who got out of his car. There was a 128-pound snake. Now, this is not a worm. This is, this is a snake. Oh, it's a python. wow. He got out and wrestled with it. Um, and it wrapped around his leg. I mean, he was just driving by and saw it. I'll tell you what happened. Coming up on Animal Radio News. Wow,
1: that's a that's a big snake, Doctor Debbie. You deal with snakes down there at the clinic. I know you stay away from tarantulas.
9: Yeah, you know, I I let my associates deal with most of the snakes. And definitely a 128 pound snake, I certainly won't be seeing. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, I, I have a question. I have a question. Yes. Okay. Uh, the guy's riding by in his car, and he sees the snake. Why does he have to get out and bother the snake? I mean, and then, of course, the story sounds like, oh, this guy's fighting for his life. The snake attacked him. You know, the snake's minding his own business, going about his merry snake way. And, and Rudolph gets out of his car and has to mess with him. And, of course, he's probably trying to defend himself and protect himself. And all of a sudden, the human is the victim.
3: Well, I think, this is, I think this is in Florida where they're having the problem with all the snakes and
9: yeah. they have bounty on their heads. I got
2: problems yeah, with these are dangerous.
9: I mean, these will, t- these will take your dog down, man. I mean, you know, they'll take small children, uh, wildlife, uh, so they, they are an invasive species.
1: 128 pounds, I think it already probably took a dog or two down, or, or a small child. Yeah. Hey, let's go to Nick. Hey, Nick, how are you doing? How you doing, sir? Thanks for taking my call. Where are you calling from today? Not Florida, I hope.
11: Calling from Jersey.
1: Jersey! Jersey! You're a Jersey boy. Hey, Jersey, I
11: love Jersey. What's going on? All right, I got a miniature schnauzer, he's three years old. We just uh, rescued him from a shelter. We're having issues taking him for a walk. Every time we go to take him for a walk, he starts getting, uh, I guess you say overly excited, starts, uh, screeching and almost like, uh, almost like he's yelling. We can't take him any, probably about a quarter mile away from the house, not even. And then all the dogs start barking in the neighborhood and just starts drawing attention. And as soon as we turn around and start going home, he, uh, he stops. So we're just, uh, curious on, how to fix it and what we can do to help him.
2: Well, I'm glad you called, Nick. It's great to talk to you, buddy. And I can tell you this. I would guess if I were with you, observing you, you're probably very tense and anxious when you take your dog for a walk uh, until you start turning around to go home. And then you probably are totally mellowed out and you're calmer yourself. Is that true?
11: Um, I guess you can say that. But, you know, I've also, you know, I've, I understand that whole, you know, i got to be calm for him to be calm. So I've... I have tried that whole, you know, that whole technique, it just just doesn't seem to work.
2: It's not a technique, buddy. It's a way of life. And again, like I was talking to another lady, people try things. They say, oh, it's not working, and they give up. But trying something and being something are two different things. It's not that you're trying to be calm, and it's not that you're acting calm. It's that you are calm 24-7 inside your mind, your heart, your soul, your body. And understand that your dog is very insecure. And to give a dog like that confidence, you have to be confident and you have to do it forever and it takes time it's not the kind of thing where you're going to walk that dog and that dog is going to be cured after one time you got to take baby steps it's just like teaching a baby to ride a, a kid to ride a bike you know you just don't shove a kid on a bike and push him out into the middle of the street right you hold out you put the training wheels on you hold the seat you give your child pep talks it's a process and to give a dog like that confidence is a process so what you might try doing is instead of taking your dog for a long walk you start with little tiny walks. You you walk your dog in your backyard until he's really comfortable. And then you take your dog for a walk out in front of the house until he's really comfortable and calm and secure and confident. You don't talk to him. You just walk him. You lead him. And then you go further and further from the house over time. And then when you notice your dog starting to get tense, like let's say you start and everything's going well and you're about 100 yards from the house and your dog starts to get agitated, you turn around and go home. Because you notice your dog's agitated, you take baby steps, and you tell your dog, "Good boy," when he's calm. And and Nick, th- Nick this is going to take time, buddy. This is going to take time. I understand. Okay? So it's baby steps. It's you believing inside your heart, soul, and mind that you're calm and not acting calm. And checking yourself constantly. Is my arm relaxed? Am I feeling calm? Am I standing erect? Am I looking forward? Am I acting like a leader for my dog? Does my dog feel like I'll protect him? Am I there for him? And it's not talking. The less talking, the better. Okay? When you're walking your dog, do not talk to him. Just walk.
11: As far as a leash goes, long leash or short leash,
2: right? Well, that's interesting. You want your dog to be right along your side. If he's in front of you, you are not the leader. He is the leader. So if your dog is leading you, you stop walking immediately. You just stand there, and you reel him back in. You want him on your left side, right at your knee, right on your side, never in front. That's what teaches a dog you're in charge. You're the leader. I got you. When you When you leave your house, you leave the house first. The dog is never in front. When you come home, you enter the house first. Your dog is never in front. When your dog comes into a room, it's because you've invited him into the room. Start thinking about all the things you do every day that tell your dog, either I'm a leader or I'm a follower. Dogs, <laughs> like, like toys and food and all that stuff. You're in charge of everything. It's all you. You own it all. And, and a lot of people think that's mean, but that's dog world. That's dog communication. That's how dogs act and think. They don't want to be in charge. And, and if a dog you know, has control of toys or food or anything like that, at that moment, you are not his leader. He is your leader. Gotcha. Okay, well, buddy. thank you.
1: Thanks for listening. Have a good day. I will. I will have a good day. Now, this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by D-Herbs with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing go to com, providing solutions for better health.
2: Dr. Debbie, I have uh, I have uh, done extensive research uh you know studying and and doing uh, all kinds of uh, different uh what do you call them uh seminars and uh, you know <laughs> uh-huh. on oh, video been, games
9: I've been, I've been, <laughs>
2: Yeah, I've been in seclusion. I've been in seclusion basically with the monks trying to figure this thing out. And I've got okay. two things for you. Uh one of them I thought would be very interesting for you. The other one I think will get you extremely stoked. First of all, did you guys know that the outdoor temperature can be estimated within several degrees by timing the chirps of a cricket? Did you I, know
9: that, Doctor Demi? I did not know that. I like yes, that. Is. That is very, very inco- so cool. Even I you knew can- that. You
2: count the number of chirps in a 15-second period, then you add 37, and it, it works with Fahrenheit, but only when it's warm. That only works when it's warm. Okay, now here's, here's my other one, Dr. Debbie. This is going to get you so excited. Dr. Debbie, did you know that there is a certain living thing that, that remains pregnant for its whole life? A
9: certain living thing that remains pregnant for its whole life? This is one of those brain teaser ones. This, this oh. is absolutely the truth. Uh, the woman that some, has 29 kids. No, nope, some, <laughs> some female
2: cockroaches mate once, and they're pregnant for the rest of their lives. Wow.
9: That's yeah. cool. That, okay, that, that, that trumps good. the cricket. That, that, that r- trumps the really cricket. It really does. Yep. See,
2: Dr. Devin get all excited. Now, see, I'm, I'm going to have a great week. <laughs> have a great week, now.
9: <laughs> Thank you for the entertainment. I appreciate it, Alan. And, yes, I, maybe bugs get me excited, and I don't really know it.
2: Join us, join us next time for Will This Get Dr. Debbie Excited? Excited? If you missed
0: any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. John Paul Pet, a complete system for cleansing, conditioning,
21: and grooming. Try John Paul Pet's Avapuchi Shampoo and Avapucci Conditioning Rinse with Hawaiian White Ginger and Shine Memory. Your pet's coat will glisten for days after shampooing, simply by brushing. Or, use John Paul Pet's Oatmeal Shampoo to moisturize and soothe, along with the full body and paw wipes for cleaning on the go. Available in special box sets at Petco. John Paul Pets, Pet Care with a Salon Pedigree.
12: What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life.
15: Ladies, when was the last time you were happy with your body? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance starts causing symptoms like hot flashes, sleeplessness, low energy, irritability, and lack of sexual desire. It's not your fault. And you don't have to let these symptoms reduce your quality of life anymore. Because now we have Amberin Amberin is clinically shown to balance hormones and relieve the uncomfortable symptoms of menopause safely and effectively. In fact, Ambrin is so powerful, we promise you'll love your body again. Right now, you can receive a guaranteed risk-free trial of Ambrin with a 30-day supply free. Call now and we'll send it to you today. 1-800-586-6065. And when you call right now, you'll also receive our amazing weight loss program for women over 40 absolutely free. But you have to call now at 1-800-586-6065. That's
1: 1-800-586-6065. Oh, let's see. The voices in my head say it's time to go back to the phones. This brought to you by... Brought to you? Brought to you by John Paul Pet's Awapuchi Shampoo and Awapuchi Conditioning Rinse for a great shine, as well as John Paul Pet's Oatmeal Shampoo and Full Body and Paw Wipes to moisturize and soothe. They're available in a special box set at Petco. John Paul Pet, they are tested on humans first. We love you guys. Thanks for sponsoring Joey Volani. Uh, let's see. Jacob, how are you doing?
18: I'm doing good, and you?
1: Very well. Where are you calling from today?
18: Well, I'm uh, truck driving here in Wyoming.
1: Oh, lovely Wyoming. I feel for you, man. <laughs> it's lots windy of out here. <laughs> Wind and uh, lots of flat, I imagine. Yeah. So what's going on with your dog or cat or iguana? What is it?
18: Well, uh, we have, my wife and I, we have a uh, 10-year-old smooth fox carrier. And, uh, she, you know, she's been a very active, athletic dog up until, I'd say, a month and a half ago. She has developed a, uh, a honking-type cough. And, uh, you know, it, the toughest part right now is uh, throughout the night, she'll you know, uh, go through these spells.
9: Mm-hmm.
18: You know, during the day, uh, my wife is wondering, you know, why, why is she sleeping? Well, she's not getting sleep at night. Um, right. And, you know, from, from my research, my wife, and then we have gone to the vet, uh, there's a high uh, suspicion that it's uh, collapsing trachea.
9: Is she having any other symptoms at all as far as any weight loss, um, any other problems? Is she eating okay?
18: She's still eating. She's uh seems to be a little more picky now. Surprising, because she would she would engulf her food so fast that she would let out a burp. Any uh drunk would. would...
9: <laughs> 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 she likes her food and and doesn't mind the unladylike uh, behaviors there. So she's coughing. And it, so do you feel that in general that she's besides this cough at night that she seems to have you know some slowing down, not eating well. Do, do you perceive that?
18: Pretty much, yeah. Um, okay. You know, her favorite thing in the world is a, a like a handball, a blue ball, and mm-hmm. we had to put it away because as soon as she gets uh, you know excited, she'll start she'll start uh, hacking.
9: Okay, all right. So tell me what um, what has been done for her so far, and is there anything you're pursuing right now?
18: Well, here's here's the tough part. Uh, my wife did you know take take the dog to the vet uh, probably about a month ago, and um, so I, I went back to the the vet to kind of beg them to prescribe a medication for her cough. What okay. they're looking at is of course was a blood panel for about 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then when I went back, they said, "Well, we we definitely would have to do x-rays to confirm." So that's another visit plus the x-rays that's $190 and from what I gathered, there is no cure. There's only uh Kind of a... Okay,
9: I'm. I'm going to back you up here, Jacob, because we don't have a diagnosis yet, and that's part of my concern is prescribing something for what we don't really know what condition is going on. And and the reason I'm kind of backpedaling here is because if we're going to presume that a dog has something like genetic or something anatomical, say like a collapsing trachea, um, that kind of problem tends to be present throughout their lifetime. And it, it doesn't, unless we're in extreme situations, it doesn't really cause them a decrease in the quality of life. So for me, um, if I am presented with a pet that is coughing and especially can't make it through the night, and, and maybe we're off on food a little bit. Um, And this kind of behavior hasn't been present throughout their lifetime. It really warrants looking into. So I would concur with your veterinarian that I think those tests are very sound things to do to get us a better feel what we're up against. because throw in a cough suppressant at her if she's having some kind of heart problems developing could be a very detrimental or even fatal thing. So we want to make sure we're treating the right thing and giving you the right pills. So definitely, you know, these type of tests, there there are fees with them and those aren't terribly off. Um, You know, I'd say in the area that I practice, you know, you're still, you know, maybe we're probably like 20 bucks less on some of those things than than what you had mentioned. But still, those are are pretty valid fees there. So, you know, do you need to pick, like, pick and go ahead.
18: If, if, if they were to, let's say, um, run a blood panel and then they found the specifics, it's almost like a human being. They're looking at specifics on on the chemical, sure. uh, uh-huh. on on let's say a heart problem. Would they just, you know, pretty much rule out the uh, the trachea and say, well, yeah, you know, unfortunately, her ticker is uh, been right,
6: so.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, that's it depends on how we want to approach it and how much suspicion the veterinarian has. Now, there's times when I'm listening to a dog's heart and I'll say, you know, there's something really wacky going on right here, and it, it can kind of help me to encourage a pet owner that I have a strong index of a suspicion that there's something we're going to find. So, for me, sometimes I'll pick an x ray first over blood work. Um, sometimes I think it's prudent to do both of those at the same time, so, and I probably can't say specifically in your pet situation what the case may be, but, but I would definitely think that, you know, what you're describing sounds like we do need to get some kind of diagnostics to decide that and to see, are we going to be going down the respiratory pathway or are we looking at more of a heart-based problem? And because the medicines are different and, you know, um, you know, even if you're not looking at doing a lot of really crazy tests, those are two basic things that I would say are going to help your veterinarian and determine what is the best course of action to go. Does that make just, sense?
6: Uh,
18: there's a little, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. There's, a, you know, unfortunately, there's a little hesitancy based on kind of her treatment in the past of uh, stupid allergies, you know. And uh, hmm. uh, one year she, she took a shot that really worked excellent throughout the summer. And then the, the following year, it was like the, sh- the same supposed shot lasted maybe a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a horrific incident. My my brother had a uh, purebred lab that I, I guess she wasn't feeling well, but they took her to the vet. It was a different vet. And they said, you know, everything looks great. And the next day, the dog dropped dead.
9: Oh, goodness. Well, so, you know, Jacob, sometimes it's a matter of also just kind of, if you're not feeling that relationship with a veterinarian, um, definitely I- I admire and I definitely think it's every pet owner's right to seek a second opinion. So you might just be time to maybe pick up the phone and check around. And if you're not feeling it with your regular vet, um, you know, see if someone else has a different opinion. But I can tell you my opinion is that I think that what they're recommending certainly sounds good. And it sounds like yeah. something, you know, we need to at least embrace some some testing in some format. So I well, hope, yeah. hope your baby does okay with that. And there's definitely things we can try. If we do have, say, a collapsing trachea or some other chronic respiratory problem, there's cough suppressants, some- Sometimes there's bronchodilators that help to open the airways. And, you know, even sometimes antibiotics are indicated. So there's a lot of things we might be able to do. I You know, I, I'd say we just need to take that first step and uh, get your baby back to the vet.
1: Hey, thanks for your call, Jacob. one That is toll free to connect with our dream team. To my left, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. To my right, dog trainer, Alan Cable. Dog father, Joey Volani. And animal
2: communicator, Joy Turner. Dr. Debbie, you're like the best vet ever.
9: Oh, thank you. I'm
6: serious,
2: My tail man. is wagging
9: right now. <laughs>
2: you know, I got a theory. You know, I, I got a theory that in life, 80% of people are quacks at what they do. 20% are great at it. And out of the 20%, 10% are good people and care. And you're one of those 10%. And pe- you're right. People need to seek that out because whenever money comes into something, you know, there's a temptation, you know, not to care. You've really got to go with your gut. You've got to make sure the person really cares about animals as well as trying to make a good living.
1: Joey, I see this morning when you came in, the first thing you did was opened Ladybug's mouth, her little craw, and you you were using some kind of wipe in her mouth for her
4: gums. Was that the John Paul stuff? Yeah, John Paul Pet now makes dental wipes. These things are really easy and they're really cool to use because... It's um it's like using a pop up. You know like those things that you that you wipe your skin with um when when you go away um like those wet wipes. Well it's basically this it basically looks just like that but um instead it has um you know the um formula on it that actually removes the buildup of plaque and tartar on the teeth. So what you'll do is you'll go in there uh-huh. with your finger and wrap this around and wipe the teeth. Just make sure that your dog doesn't bite um because you don't want to come out with a with a bit finger as well. Um go in there wipe the gums. Um they don't seem to mind it. I actually use this on my dogs all the time, and um, it's a real easy way. It's easier than the gels. It's easier than the sprays because you just get right in there. You wipe it off. And awesome. look, look, check this out. You can look at look at the residue that actually comes off on it.
0: Mm, it smells so meaty.
1: And that's with Alan's teeth. All of Paul Mitchell's stuff tested on humans first. That's what it says right here on the front label. Yes, it does. Of the, uh, and then you also have the, uh, what is this? That's the awesome, Awapuchi shampoo. Now I've been talking about this. We what do you just it? like to say? Awapuchi.
4: Is that an herb or a- whatever it is, it works great. Um, I've used I use it on my pets. They feel great. They smell great. And you know what? I'm not embarrassed to say I used it on myself last night with the with the Alapuji conditioner. Oh, I'm and, tempted. Um, you, no, you can. You absolutely can. Oh, well, I don't know if you can, but um, I I've used it. My hair feels great. If you want, I'll use it on Ladybug later, and yeah. uh, you can um check her out because you know what? They got some really really cool products. Um, not only do they work real good, they smell Good. The packaging is 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 extremely cool. You could put this on the shelf in your bathroom, and, and when people came over, it would just look like a cool bottle of shampoo because <laughs> the packaging is actually. well no, check out the packaging. The packaging looks better than 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 most um you know professional hair product packaging. And this is a moisturizing product, so this is going to keep your pet um you know um skin from getting dry. Um works really good. Um it's a little bit more gentle than most of the other products that are out there. Really nice stuff.
2: Joey, with with all the products that you use 24/7, I mean there's There's billions of things. There's clippers. There's shampoos. There's mosquito repellents. When do you have time to ignore your wife?
1: Uh, Let's uh, go ahead and give away some of this John Paul pet right now. The tooth and gum wipes as well as the Awapuchi shampoo, the waterless foam shampoo, and the oatmeal
0: shampoo,
1: 1-866-405-8405.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. John Paul Pet, a complete system for cleansing, conditioning, and
21: grooming. Try John Paul Pet's Avapucci shampoo and Avapucci conditioning rinse with Hawaiian white ginger and shine memory. Your pet's coat will glisten for days after shampooing simply by brushing. Or use John Paul Pet's oatmeal shampoo to moisturize and soothe, along with the full body and paw wipes for cleaning on the go. Available in special box sets at Petco. John Paul Pet, pet care with a salon pedigree. Have a good day. Next! Hi there. Uh, two hot dogs, please.
3: Oh, honey, this has been the perfect getaway. And I can't believe how much money we saved with Hotels.com. No,
18: oh, shh. If people find out, we've got extra money. Oh, to... sweetie, relax. I know. Here you go. How much? For you,
21: $37.
13: Whoa! It's lost,
21: its extra. What is it, no, wrapped
13: no. in gold? The
21: Hotels.com 4th of July sale. Now through July 4th. With savings so great, you won't be able to keep it a secret. Book now and save up to 30%. Hotels.com, finding you the perfect place at the perfect price.
15: Ladies, when was the last time you were happy with your body? If you're like most women, it was before you turned 40. That's because age 40 is when hormonal imbalance starts causing symptoms like hot flashes, sleeplessness, low energy, irritability, and lack of sexual desire. It's not your fault. And... You don't have to let these symptoms reduce your quality of life anymore because now we have Amberin. Ambrin is clinically shown to balance hormones and relieve the uncomfortable symptoms of menopause safely and effectively. In fact, Amberin is so powerful, we promise you'll love your body again. Right now, you can receive a guaranteed risk-free trial of Ambrin with a 30-day supply free. Call now and we'll send it to you today. 1-800-586-6065. And when you call right now, you'll also receive our amazing weight loss program for women over 40, absolutely free. But you have to call now at 1-800-586-6065. That's 1-800-586-6065.
10: This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Drs. Foster & Smith Pet Supplies, with thousands of quality products at low prices every day, so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com.
5: I'm Stacey Cohen for Animal Radio. A man in Miami is responsible for capturing and killing the largest Burmese python ever recorded in Florida. According to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, this record-breaking serpent was a 128-pound female measured 18 feet 8 inches in length. Now, that shattered the previous record of 17 feet, 7 inches. Apparently, Miami resident Jason Leon was driving in a rural area of Miami-Dade County when he and a passenger spotted this giant reptile in the roadside brush. Well, he grabbed the snake by the head and he began pulling it out of the brush. First of all, what would ever possess somebody to get out of the car and do this? That's the real question here. That's when this python began wrapping itself around his leg. After he got some help from his buddies, Leon killed the snake with a knife. Kristen Summers of the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission says the commission is grateful to Leon for safely removing the large snake and then reporting it to authorities. He's lucky to have his leg. A rare 19th century tour. Torpedo is back in the Navy's hands thanks to the works of a few bottlenose dolphins. The LA Times reports Navy-owned dolphins discovered a howl torpedo while being trained to track down underwater objects off the California coast. Only one of the antique underwater weapons was known to exist prior to the discovery. The dolphins are trained to use their natural sonar to discover objects that not even billion-dollar military technology can detect. The torpedo is bound for the Washington Naval Yard where it'll be uh, cleaned and then put on display. A designer in Seattle's come up with an easy way to transform an average house cat into king of the jungle, the lion hat. Yumiko Landers told Metro Metro.uk uh, uh, that the idea for the feline headpiece came from her sewing group. While making something to fit the cats and dogs theme that week, Landers came up with a so-called hat that allows a cat to sport a lion's mane. The product even comes in multiple colors, including golden brown, black, gray, ivory, and Husky Lander sells the hats online through Etsy. I I don't know if you've ever seen that website. It's great. It's got a lot of craft stuff. That's E-T-S-Y. And says she never would have expected it uh, to be getting so many orders from all over the world. The American Heart Association has declared that pets, especially dogs, guess what? They're good for a person's heart. Further proof that dogs are among the best friends a person can have. Dr. Glenn N. Levine, director of Baylor University's Cardiatric Care Unit, was quoted in a press release from the AHA saying, pet ownership, particularly dog ownership, is probably associated with a decreased risk of heart disease. He said that owning a dog may help reduce cardiovascular risk because dogs bug their owners into taking them for walks on a regular basis. And dog owners were, according to the AHA study, 54% more likely than non-dog owners to get a suggested amount of exercise. So good news, no doubt. Get out there with your dog. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has
10: been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Supplies. Visit fosterandsmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed.
2: Don't you just hate paying for things you don't need? Well, I do. And that's why I'm here to tell you about PennyBackup.com. We all know about those big companies that allow us to backup our computer files to a safe place on the web, and that's great. What makes me crazy is that they make me pay for gigabytes of storage that I don't need. PennyBackup.com is here to the rescue. Same features, same data protection, same services, but you pay only 8.9 cents per gigabyte used. That's less than a dime per gigabyte. Save money, lose nothing along the way. Go to PennyBackup.com. Backup.com.
0: This is a referral
22: service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce it's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, And this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562.
1: Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets 1-866-405-8405 and underlying theme to today's show is the obese factor we're talking about a lot of animals that have uh well they're a little bit overweight and here in the studio and I'm sure Dr. Debbie will agree that uh well <laughs> three of the four animals for the four three of the f- out of five probably weigh just a little too much so we're yes. guilty of this too. Uh, but these are animals that are way overweight. In fact, we were supposed to talk to the lady who has OB,
21: uh-huh.
1: who is the dachshund who weighed 77 pounds. Jeez. And apparently she's in a custody battle with that dog now that it's a famous dog. And uh, you are unable to get a hold of her. Yeah, we're it may still be trying because to... of the lawsuit. We don't know. We
3: don't know. Still okay. trying to
19: reach her.
1: So we'll find out more in just a couple of minutes. I also mentioned a couple of weeks ago about this cat that was hanging out at McDonald's. And, um, yeah, I know just horrible uh, eating all the food there, living on the diet of mcdonald 's for over a year until someone came along and realized this cat just doesn 't look good, the mcdonald's is not doing this cat any good, and that person I believe is bridget Bull hey bridget, how are you doing
14: hi i'm doing i'm doing very well hal <clears throat> we're talking to you today yeah
1: where where are you
14: i'm um on a Remote sheep and beef farm in New Zealand. I'm wow. talking to you, talking to you from my home today, but I work from the for the Waikato SPCA, and it was my colleague Jessica Watson who rescued Frankie from his life of terrible fast food habits.
1: So, what, so what? Frankie just hung out at a McDonald's, and people would feed Frankie.
14: Frankie was a stray. Okay. Um, he was abandoned um, when his. Owners left their apartment block, and he basically took up residence in the um, at the drive-through. Um, <laughs> and he learned that people would toss him scraps, and yes, he he lived at McDonald's.
1: What was his favorite McDonald's item? Do you know?
14: <laughs> well, I I hear he had two. Um, he liked um, he liked the burger patties, uh-huh. the meat inside. People would order one for themselves an the extra one for frankie and a little chicken nuggets i don't know do, do you have them in in america oh yes they're, you know they're kind of bite size you sure. can imagine you could toss onto a cat you know snaffle it up what, what, what? Uh, i think those were his two favorites yeah
1: was he overweight
14: when we brought him in
1: yes was he overweight when,
14: no he was not overweight when we brought him in wow so and my thing- colleagues he he was so i worked for the at spca we're at um we're a charitable organization in New Zealand, that um, an animal welfare organization. And um, we uh, rescue, amongst other things, we rescue and rehome stray animals. And we've been keeping an eye on Frankie for a year or so, but he was healthy. You know, he was a healthy animal, and we don't have capacity to take in healthy strays off the street so it was not until we noticed that his condition was deteriorating that we thought well actually we have to act so um, he was not overweight no but um, his fur became matted his eyelids his third eyelids um, were up and his face had become very swollen
1: but this is actually the same thing that's happened to Alan Cable here.
2: And yeah, so, you, you, so you do eat a lot of Big sad. Macs, I noticed. Oh, a constant. actually, I have them pumped in directly, you know, intravenously pumped in. <laughs>
9: yeah. And this is, this is the proof that you don't necessarily have to look at a pet and see a fat pet to know that they're not eating right. Um, so nutritional deficiencies come in all sorts of ways. So, mm. How sad for Frankie. How is he doing? He's
14: doing very well. I understand he's doing extremely well. Um, we did find him a new home. Um, it was quite a process.
19: I
13: bet, because
14: Arby's. there was a lot of demand for this cat, you know, because he's got quite a story behind him. Um, he's, he's doing well. He's eating well. Do they have to feed him McDonald's? No, I understand they're no longer feeding him McDonald's. Oh, that's good. Um,
1: <laughs> but he's taken to regular cat food now.
14: Yes, he has. Um, you will have seen in the, in the news that, it took a while when um, Jessica Watson um, took him home. She fostered this this uh, who was then a very unhealthy animal. Took him home and produced um, some Hill Science Diet, which is a uh, mm-hmm. what we use to feed the animals at the SPCA. Um, and he you know he thought, what is this? Uh, you know, can I have fries with that? No. Oh, <laughs> he wasn't interested. So, but it took, took him a while and. Eventually, you know, he got to like the isn't it, the regular cat food, and um, he's, he's doing much better for it now. How old would you now estimate a... him to be? I don't know, actually. Uh-huh. He's an adult cat. Now he's, a, um, now he's, yeah, he's addicted a young to Jerry Springer, though. <laughs> Pardon?
2: <laughs> Never mind, I'm just being stupid. Uh, uh,
1: i gotta, I got to ask, uh, what is the takeaway lesson from this?
14: Okay, um, I would say um, the takeaway lesson for us as an animal welfare organization is that um, we we have a problem with stray cats in in this country in our city in New Zealand um, because people are not desexing their animals, you know, so they have too many cats. They can't afford to feed them. They can't afford to look after them, and they throw them out on the streets. <laughs> so we end up, um, the SPCA, uh, we end up as a sort of ambulance at the bottom of the cliff, um, taking in sick uh, stray. Uh, malnourished animals for whatever reason when people people should be taking responsibility uh, for the welfare of their animals and getting them desexed
1: yeah Uh, we talked to uh what some nutcase four weeks ago five weeks ago maybe a little over a month ago Yeah, a while back uh, one of your politicians i believe who's trying to do huh did you Mm -hmm. the, the guy who uh wants to get rid of all the cats
14: yeah. Oh, you spoke to Gareth Morgan. He's a leading um, yes. businessman and entrepreneur yes. and yes. philanthropist. Yeah,
1: <laughs> big big cat problem there in New Zealand, I guess.
14: Um, we have yes, we do have a big problem with stray and feral cats in 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 New Zealand, and and that's why the work that the the SPCA is doing, that my colleagues are doing, to reduce cat numbers, basically by we educate the public on the importance of having um, having their animals sex when i say reduce cat numbers pets cat, i'm a cat lover cats make wonderful pets and people love their cats we
1: lo- we so, love you know, them too
14: yes so we do exactly the problem is is with strays yes yeah, so we do have a big stray cat problem and we're working with people to educate on the importance of desexing yeah,
11: yeah.
1: you're doing good work and i appreciate you spending time with this it's got to be early there what time is it, it-
14: it is um, seven minutes past eight on a Sunday morning.
1: Oh my wow. gosh! Thank, Thank you, you so for much up. for spending time and with us and telling us this. That's my
14: pleasure. That's my absolute pleasure. Um, and thanks for uh, thanks for speaking about our great work. If, and we um, we know in New Zealand that Americans are also great phila- philanthropists and um, generous people. So give, we're give out the in website the of a fundraising. Um, appeal to support the work of the Waikato SPCA, and there's a website. Uh, people can go to pet project and um, donate to our work and find out a little bit more about what we do. And thank we'll, you for your time today.
1: Of course. We'll put a link to that at animalradio.com, so if you're driving along right now and you want to visit that website, just head on over to animalradio.com. Bridget, thank you so much for spending time with us.
14: My pleasure.
1: We'll head back to the phones next,
2: right here on Animal Radio. I wouldn't mind living in that country, but they won't let me in. This is Animal Radio.
1: the squeaky toy like nobody's business. Aretha even agrees.
3: Yes, she does.
1: It's Animal Radio. We're celebrating our connection with our pets because we love them so much. I love my pets more than any other human, and I'm probably the only one in the studio that will admit that.
6: And you just admitted it <laughs> out there to millions of people,
3: Hal. I've got it on tape.
1: I know there's other people that feel the same way as I do, and that's uh, you know that's the way it is. I'm sorry they give me unconditional love, and I'd like to make sure that they're healthy. And one of the people that I really enjoy talking with every few weeks is Dr. Joel Ehrenzweig. His company, ProLabs, has brought out so many great products within the last year. And today we're going to talk a little bit about worms because it's worm season, believe that or not. I didn't realize that it is worm season.
3: All those intestinal parasites.
1: Dr. Joel, welcome back to the show. Hey,
3: hi,
23: guys. How are you?
1: Okay, what kind of worms are we looking at?
23: Nasty ones, miserable ones, terrible ones. We can start off, given the fact that something that's near and dear to my heart, if not near and dear to my skin. Um, The flea problem over the last couple of years has really... Uh, increased in, in the country.
11: Mm-hmm.
23: And, uh, whether it's global warming or, uh, the economy or Wall Street or something, but the, the number of fleas <laughs> out there, really significant. And they're significant not only because they, in and of themselves, cause problems, but fleas are intermediate hosts of a really nasty internal parasite, tapeworms. Ooh. And the, the tapeworms, can cause a lot of problems and are a pretty miserable parasite to have. You do not die from tapeworms, but they'll... F- take off about 20% of the animal's nutrition wow. uh, cause the animal to become weak more uh, prone to disease uh, anemia and the real problem with with tapeworms is that they're pretty invisible
3: how do you know if your pet does have them
23: it's hard because you take the, the pet to the the vet and they check a stool sample and tapeworms are one of the real hard parasites to see and and very often uh, you don't see or know your dog or cat has them until you're lying there in bed one Saturday morning and it's nice and quiet uh-uh. and you know you're looking for that extra 20 minutes before you attack the uh, the Krispy Kremes <laughs> and the dog or cat is laying in bed next to you and you open your eye and there crawling around the tail is a little piece of, looks like rice or, oh. or, or plant seed, uh. And that's a, a tapeworm segment. And you go to your vet, and the vet checks the stool, nothing there, but it sounds like tapeworms. And he gives you um, tapeworm medication, praziquantel, which is the same thing that Prolapse has for treating tapeworms over-the-counter.
1: Over-the-counter, you've got to love that.
23: And The nice thing about uh, the praziquantel and the tapeworm tabs that uh, Prolapse has, both for dogs and for cats, they're very, very safe and very, very effective. Prolabs has Worm Protector 2X for dogs. Uh, take care of both roundworms and hookworms. So it's a very, very safe. Again, both the the tapeworm tabs, the the, uh, Worm Protector 2X are the same medication, the same drugs that veterinarians have been using safely now in practice and still use for 25, 30 years. But uh, you don't have to make that trip to the vet. Uh, you can do it all at home, and it's
1: easy. And the website is ProLabsPets.com. We put links to that over at AnimalRadio.com. Dr. Joel, thank you so much for giving me all this information. I learned so much when you're on the show.
0: It's fun. It beats
23: working for a living, I'll tell you.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405.
1: Only eight minutes left and three calls. I'm gonna to try to get these calls in for you here.
2: Being a bad person, I
9: don't. Shut your trap! He's saying, okay.
2: I, I gotta tell you, man, I'm, I'm off balance because I just spent the night with nine tw- 10, 12 ten, twelve-year-olds, and uh, my brain is scrambled. <laughs>
1: And he means that in a good way. He's like, what are you, a camp leader or something like that? No, my
2: dang daughter had her birthday party over here, and she's like, oh, Dad, don't worry, girls aren't crazy like boys. And I mean, 2.30 in the morning, and they're still hooping and hollering up there, and it's like, oh, my gosh, they're never going to go to bed. They're insane. They were insane. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here. Alan Cable, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Animal Radio is brought to you by D-Herbs with over 400 products available for both you and your pet. Jumpstart the health revolution and experience healing. Go to dot com, providing solutions for better health. And we head to Marge. Hey, Marge, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, where are you calling from today?
6: Uh, Well, right now I'm in Oklahoma. You truck driver? Yes. Okay. I have an English Mastiff. She's eight months old, and I had her in uh, training for a while to be able to walk without dragging me across the street. And to come on a halt command, she does real good at halt, uh, halt command at home. Like if she's in the backyard and I yell, halt, she comes right to me. But when I stop on the road, like I always try to stop where there's an open field where I can let her run doesn't come on the Hulk, man, when I when I tell her. And I use treats like when she starts coming to me, finally. I tell her, come, and then I give her a treat. But it seems like she just ignores me uh, when I'm yelling, Hulk, for her to come to me.
2: Well, you know, that's she's eight months old, and what you said is real interesting, that you use treats, because that's a good technique. But just so you know, until your dog is able to come to you whenever you call. You probably shouldn't let her off leash in strange places. That's probably something you shouldn't do. And the way to train your dog to come to you, it's a good technique with treats. When she's really into treats, you have a leash on her, and you just sort of stand there and let the leash out and tell her to come. And when she comes, you give her a treat. And you do it over and over and over again, and then you stop giving her treats, but you give her affection. One thing you don't want to do, a lot of people do, that I see they make they make a terrible mistake, they get really frustrated. frustrated when their dog doesn't come and then when their dog finally does come they they punish the dog so if you're doing that you're sending the dog a message good for you girl because you don't want to do that now the reason why your dog doesn't come when you're in a strange place and you let her go in a field is because there's way more interesting things than you in that field that she's distracted by and if there's more fun away from you than there is with you, she's going to go to where the fun is, especially at eight months old. She's going to want to explore and she's going to want to go kooky. And she is not going to pay any attention to you until she learns to respect you and look at you as a leader. And that takes time and patience and consistency. And I would not let her off a leash if I were you unless it's a fenced place. Because she is not going to pay attention to you for a while. You've got to work with her extensively. And and as I told one caller, remember, you may train your dog 15, 20 minutes a day, but your dog is watching you another 23 hours and 45 minutes a day, and whatever you're doing, you're teaching your dog, whether you're a leader or you're not. So you've got to act like a leader and check yourself before you wreck yourself constantly when you're with a dog. You've got to think about what you're doing and how you're acting. Act like a leader, and your dog will treat you like a leader. But remember, you've got to work with your dog every day on this exercise until she learns to come to you every single time you call because if not what happens is one day your dog gets hit by a car
6: well that's why I always go in a big open field where we're not by anything okay I just felt bad because she doesn't get a, you know, a whole lot of exercise and when well we there, stop, you there, uh, there you go There, there you go
2: that's I, the number one the number one cardinal rule of teaching a dog that you're a leader is you can't feel bad okay, okay. if you feel bad you've instantly lost when you feel bad inside you are not a leader you're not treating your dog like a leader. You're not being a leader. What you're doing is you're you're having a human emotion of guilt. And when you feel guilty, you cannot be an effective leader of a dog. You can't okay. do it.
6: Okay. I, I, I listened to you guys. I just found you guys uh, a couple weeks ago, so I've been listening to it. I just thought uh, uh, maybe I'm just uh, um, expecting too much too soon.
2: Well, you are, girlfriend. She's only eight months old. You can get one of those 50-foot retractable leashes, too, and you can let her go and pay no attention to you, you know, and let her do her thing. Right. And then you call her. You say, come. And if she doesn't pay attention to you, give a little jolt. Give a little give a little tug of the leash. Come. Okay. Give a little jolt. Okay. Only do it twice, though. If she doesn't listen, retract the leash, bring it in, stop talking, stand there. And when she starts paying attention to you, you look at her and go, good dog. Then re- then okay. do it over and over and over and over and over again. Never stop until she learns to stop what she's doing. You know, I have a dog. He could be chasing a bunny, and I'll go, hey, stop. And he stops in his tracks and wow. comes to me. That takes months and months and months of work.
6: Okay, all right. That's probably what I needed to hear. I do have one question. On these English Mastiffs, are they good uh, dogs for... Uh Are they stubborn or are they, you know, like I know, like I used to have a Sharpay and I couldn't do anything with that Sharpay. But uh, these English Mastiffs, are they, uh, good dogs?
2: The the only dogs that, you know, you really, it's hard to train them to do stuff. It's not that they're stubborn. It's just cause of the way they are, their breed, you know, are chow dogs and also huskies and malamutes. They're kind of aloof, you know, they're, they're kind of hard to train. They don't act like your normal dog. They kind of act like cats. So they're a little bit different and you have to treat them differently. They're, they're powerful dogs and, you know, they're bred to pull sleds and child dogs, I guess, at one time guarded palaces. And so they're very independent, but I I don't really have much experience with an English mastiff, although a lot of people are getting those dogs now. I would just assume Dr. Debbie probably know more than me that, you know, pretty much they're like any other dog and you just got to be their leader.
6: Okay. Well, I appreciate you guys talking to me and uh i'm not giving up on her that's for sure
2: don't give up on her but stop feeling guilty that's a human emotion dogs don't feel guilt you shouldn't either
6: okay i won't uh, i'll get a longer leash i have a walking leash and then i have the ones that she can uh, retract out but
2: i don't think it's 50 feet so i'll get one of those good luck to you marge
1: thanks for Thank listening for- to animal radio marge tell a friend about it if you will Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to thank all the people that made this fat show really, really fat. And hopefully next week we'll talk to Obie's owner. I want to find out more about this dachshund. Uh, don't forget you can get Dr. Debbie's books, Yorkshire Terrier Shih Tzus, Pugs, and Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend over at Amazon as an electronic book. We have links at AnimalRadio.com. And check out Joey Volani's line of waterless shampoos. And uh, be sure to download the Animal Radio app. I mean, come on. You don't have it yet? It's free for your iPhone and Android. We'll see you next week right here for more Animal Radio on this fine station.
5: Bye-bye. Bye.